This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This is why you can't be on the West Coast getting drinks with your friends because all of a sudden you're at a fire pit and then all of a sudden you look up and KD, Kevin Durant is a Phoenix sun. Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jade Crowder, four first-round picks, TJ Warren, a 2028 pick swap. Oh, my God, Matt Ishbia is really that dude. He hasn't even taken over this team yet, and he got Kevin Durant from Joe side. My Lord, this is insane. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to VQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Paul Aspen with you. And we are live in Glendale, Arizona, just outside the stadium, ahead of the Super Bowl. This is such an exciting week here. I thought we're, you know, the Super Bowl was going to be the biggest story. And we are talking about the NBA. That was Trista. All of us were together having some drinks. Actually, Trista doesn't drink. All of that was just sober. She just loves the NBA. She was that Huge hyped NBA up. Fan. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's what I knew. All right, we've got our first segment produced tomorrow, <laughs> and we've got our lead and more than that. I had just left, I guess, right before that moment. Oh, you I, weren't there for that? No, no. I went back oh. to the room. I actually pulled a Houdini on you guys because I was like, I am not going to be hungover feeling say. like crap tomorrow. Thank you very Love much. Love a good Irish Love goodbye. Love a great <laughs> Irish goodbye. Very When executed well, it's one of my favorite moves. Did not say goodbye to one person. Just went straight to my room, and it was excellent bad. move. And yes. Great move, and it worked. I didn't even know. I was like, "Oh wait, you weren't there for that." Was <laughs> ten out of ten. And then I got a text from Andrew saying he left. I was like, "Dude, so did I." So we're both in good shape. I am so excited about our next guest, Alex Christensen of Brown Bag Bets and Bet US. NBA. We're going to talk to him about anytime touchdowns, but I also have to talk to him about the NBA. So Alex, what's up? Thank you so much for joining the show. What was your initial reaction when you heard the news last night? So I think we're having, we're having a little bit of a tech issue with Alex. So we're okay. trying to work through that. So he's not with us yet. <laughs> um, but as far as touch- I guess this is why I do need V mix. Ah, right. <laughs> um, so I've, we just heard, I just heard from him like 20 minutes ago. So he should be here. Any second. Um, so as far as touchdown bets that we have placed or that you're looking at, 
I have looked at Dallas Goddard. He's 12 to 1 first touchdown. So I'll be playing that. Mm -hmm. The Chiefs, and I've said it a couple times this week, they are, they've allowed nine touchdowns to tight ends this season during the regular season. Hayden Hurst, tight end for the Bengals, let one go through his hands uh, in the AFC title game. He had two red zone targets. So it's not like it's something that was a problem and they fixed it. So. I'll very much be looking at Dallas Goddard. You just mentioned Kadarius Tony as someone you might be looking at for props. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then with a high total of 50 and a half, I'm excited to talk to Alex because there's going to be a lot of opportunity there. And he definitely, he dabbles with first touchdowns. He dabbles with anytime touchdowns. I wonder if there's any like two plus touchdowns he likes, but also he's, you know, locked in on NBA as well. So definitely excited to get his thoughts about uh, the Kevin Durant trade and how the, the West is shaping up as well. Yeah, yeah. So I really haven't bet on these. They haven't been, anytime touchdowns haven't been something that I do um, on a regular basis. I mean, they are hard, but now, especially with the Super Bowl, like some of the guys that you would think would get them, they're minus money. I just don't see a lot of value. Um, So I am excited to hear from Alex because, you know, this is his expertise and this is something that he does on a regular basis what's up alex before we get to any time touchdown bets i do want to ask you and get your reaction uh kevin durant to the suns another chapter for kd what were your initial thoughts i'm gonna be honest Darren. i haven't had too much time to think about this i decided to sleep in a little bit tonight today i got up apparently <laughs> at 4 30 in the morning the suns and the nets were trading superstars i mean Uh, My first takeaway is the Suns have to win a championship this year or next year at this point to make this trade successful. Four first-round picks plus a pick swap is just nuts. To give up Michael Bridges, to give up Cam Johnson, two young players that fit the mold of what everyone's looking for. Really strong defenders, really good three-point shooters. But Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton, I mean, it immediately puts them as probably the strongest team in the Western Conference. I mean, Denver is still really good, so um, still thinking through this quite a bit, but it's something Phoenix wanted to do this offseason. I think they were trying to do a sign-and-trade with DeAndre Ayton to try to get him over there, so it's absolutely fascinating. The NBA never stops. It's the best league in the stinking world, and we get trades like this at 4 in the morning. It's awesome. (laughs) Alex, dialing it back a little bit to the other Nets trade, did the Mavs just sign up? For what the Nets just went through with Kyrie, or like, how do you how do you see that all shaking out in Dallas? I think the key difference there is the Mavericks know that Kyrie's a free agent this year, so not that they would want to walk away from that, but there is a chance where you know you've kind of got a few months here to see how it works, and then you can sort of walk away from it, have a bunch of cap room. So there is a little bit of a better plan there, whereas Brooklyn was kind of stuck with these guys until they could you know do what they've done this week, which is amazing, but. There is an optimistic version of of how things will look in Dallas. You've got two of the very best scorers in the NBA, guys that are really good on the ball. If Jason Kidd can find some way to really slow these games down to an absolute crawl, you know, you're taking 20 out of 24 seconds every shot clock and really relying on the fact that you've got two guys that when you get down to there, one of the two of them is going to be able to create a positive scoring opportunity. So... The Mavericks had to do something is a good sign of faith for Luka Doncic to kind of shake things up a little bit. And I do agree with everyone who's kind of hesitant to think that Kyrie is going to be excited there. But it actually ends up being a pretty low-risk move that could work out. 
Where is their value, Alex, in the West now? We are discussing maybe the Nuggets. And to me, the Warriors kind of remind me of the Chiefs. It's just a team I don't know if I want to bet against come playoff time um, when they're healthy. Where would you be looking value-wise uh, to win the NBA championship or to win the West? Yeah, it continues to get really tough. I mean, as good as the Nuggets are, we've yet to see them do it in the postseason um, for whatever reason. And a lot of that's injuries, right? But I still think there is some value in Denver here. I'll probably actually be going around and price shopping some Denver numbers today. The Suns have immediately moved up. They're the favorite to win the West. I think at the very least, this Denver and Phoenix number should be the same. You know, our friends at BetMGM, they've got the Suns plus 225 right now, the Nuggets plus 350. I definitely think there's some value there in the Nuggets plus 350. 50 and maybe just a little bit of value in the Clippers here at, at plus 600. I, I want to watch oh. them for a couple more weeks, see how that team looks and if they can find a way to make a move, but look a little further down the list. It's not just as simple as getting all these great guys together for Phoenix. They have to figure out how to play together and that's going to be tough over the next couple months. So we'll see if they can do it in a playoff series, but I think there's definitely some value in Denver as I still have them as the best team in the West. And then, Alex, if you look at the other side, the East, so you, the Nets, as dysfunctional as they may have been at times, like no one probably wanted a tough first-round matchup, right? Tough matchup in the playoffs. So if you take them out of the mix, wh who benefits the most, or how does that shape how you view the East or any value you might see in the East as well? Yeah, I'm going through, um, as hard as it is for me to say this, I think it really helps my Philadelphia 76ers. You know, They become one of the three teams that really has a chance to win the East. I think there's still some value in their number around plus 450. Um, the biggest beneficiary is probably going to be the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was probably going to be the Nets and the Cavs kind of fighting for that four spot. Uh, this moves the Nets out of that conversation. It gives Cleveland a chance to have a home playoff series for the first time since they've had LeBron James. Um, that should be really fun, but ultimately I don't know if, if it really changes the picture of the East. Before all these trades, it was the Sixers, the Bucks, and the Celtics in the East. After these trades, it's still the Sixers, the Celtics, and the Bucks. What is, following up on your Cavs point, what is the Cavs ceiling? Is it like a second round, six game series against the Celtics or Bucks, or like how, what is their ceiling there? I think their ceiling is probably a conference finals. Um, you know, something we learn in the NBA every year, uh, these teams need time. No one has ever really slapped together a really great team in the first year and had them go to the finals. Now, you had the Miami Heat with um, LeBron James, those guys. That's kind of the exception that proves the rule. But I think it's maybe a year too early to get excited for uh, overall a very young team. You know, we all think of Donovan Mitchell. He's been around forever, but Garland is young. Mobley is young. Jared Allen is a lot younger than I think people really realize. So it's probably a next year thing for them, but... I'll have them pretty comfortably favored in their first round series. And given how good they are, if maybe there's some injury troubles with one of those top three teams I mentioned, they could be a little bit of a scary opponent in the second round. But I think it's best case the Eastern Conference Finals for Cleveland. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. 
Adidas. And then what about NBA MVP? Is this is Jokic going to do it again? Do you think he can three straight years? It's getting harder and harder to think of somebody else to give it to him. I have it basically down as a three-player race at this point where you've got Jokic slightly ahead of Embiid, and the only other guy I could really consider is Giannis. Um, he's been very quietly putting together a great season. Um, I'd be looking to add some Giannis Defensive Player of the Year, some Giannis MVP. I think there's still some value in his numbers, but it is starting to shape up to a two-man race between the big guys. All right, it is Super Bowl week. Somehow we led with the NBA today, but they, they made it worth it. Um, so let's talk about – you're always in on first touchdown bets, anytime touchdown bets. It's a high total of 50.5 currently at MGM. Where are you looking for some touchdown value, Alex? Yeah, first touchdown is a little bit tough in this game. A lot of these numbers kind of get dialed down. As I scroll down the board and try to think a little bit about the game script here, um, I'll be starting. I'll have some Dallas Goddard at 12-1 to to score the first touchdown. The Kansas City Chiefs have given up touchdowns to um, tight ends very regularly this year. Um, as good as that defense has been, that seems to be one of the ways to attack it. And Jalen Hurts loves his tight end, especially when he gets into the red zone. Um, so I'll probably happily take him some 12-1. to When you look at the Eagles' secondary, um, as you go to receivers a little further down the line, you find some value there. Guys like Kadarius Toney uh, at 22-1 to is somebody that I've been eyeing. Um, another Eagles player, Boston Scott, um, gets a lot of work around the goal line. And as I start to think about this game plan, the Eagles might just run the ball like two out of every three plays here. And as they get closer and closer, it's probably Miles Sanders, to be perfectly honest. I'll have some Miles Sanders bets as well. Not first touchdown, but, you know, two-plus touchdowns, things like that. Because, again, it should be Eagles running a lot. And that's a nice big number on Boston Scott, who is the one guy they do bring in early. Kenneth Gainwell usually doesn't come until the third, fourth series. So um, Dallas Goddard and Boston Scott on the Eagles side. And then on the Chiefs side, Kadarius Toney. And then you always got to play Patrick Mahomes when he's 20-1 to or better. And our friends at MGM have him at 28-1. to one. So there's four. Love it. Love it. So if we're talking anytime touchdowns, what about for the quarterbacks passing touchdowns? Do you like either of those props? One and a half for Jalen Hurts, two and a half. I'm seeing for Mahomes on BetMGM. Those are really good numbers. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts, one and a half, as much as you're looking to bet over in that and a defense that could give up touchdowns to wide receivers. We don't know if his shoulder's 100%. And this game script really does lead itself to Philadelphia wanting to run. They're the best run team in the league. The Chiefs have yet to face a team even close to as good as they are. And anytime they've come into, uh, against a good run team, I think it's something like they're averaging five, almost six yards per carry against some of the better run teams in the league. And um, Nick Sirianni's happy to just line that ball up, RPO, 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 get Sanders the ball, get Scott the ball, get Jalen Hurts running around. So I don't think that I would touch the, the Hurts number, but Mahomes two and a half, that's probably an overplay. Again, pretty close to where I have it there, but if the Chiefs are going to score here, it's going to be through the air. Alex, we've got this big BetMGM packet here out in our uh, Arizona Sportsbook out here right next to the stadium. Is there anything – you have, whether it's props, side, total, strongest opinion on you know different plays in the game. Obviously, we've got a whole a whole bunch of them, or anything, any of these novelty props that you like to play either. Yeah, two kind of angles that I have, and the first one is a single prop. Will there be a successful two-point conversion? That is plus 200. I have no idea why that's plus 200. These are two teams that really push 
offensively that have no problem going for two should they need it to catch up. Um, even if they're rolling, we've seen the Eagles before start um, first drives this year where they just feel like they have the momentum coming down the field and want eight instead of seven. So I think there's a lot of value in that. And then my favorite Super Bowl bet that I place every year is um, – there's a chain of bets, basically no score in the first five and a half minutes, six and a half minutes, seven and a half minutes, eight and a half minutes, etc. This is a strange football game. These guys have all had off for two weeks. They're going to come in a little bit rusty. They're all been doing media work that they're not used to be doing. There's a lot of distractions. The amount of time that they have to wait at the beginning of the game between the warm-up and the actual play of the game is longer. There's more songs that are sung, more pomp and circumstance. This is a game that just about every single year starts off clunky. And if you go back and look, your first quarter under, I think it's like 7-3 and three in the last 10 Super Bowls. And um, if you go back through, the first score is generally in the second half of that first quarter. So I'll be going through and betting no touchdown first. Five and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half. Any numbers that the books give me, I'll stack up the no there as well. Because, again, it's not your normal football game. So try to think about the flow and see if you can find some more angles there. About a minute. Do you have a strong opinion on a side here? I really wanted to bet the Eagles at plus money after um, conference championship week finished, but I never got the opportunity. Um, you know, they were plus one at a few places for whole hours. Um, the money line was always kind of minus money, but uh, it's really it's a it's a struggle between what I believe to be the best team in the Eagles against the better quarterback coach combination in Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. I mean, you take a step back and you think about Kansas City, anybody that bets football feels foolish anytime you go against Andy Reid with extra rest. He is just incredible in some of these spots. Patrick Mahomes, if he is healthy, is the better quarterback on the field there. So I was hoping to get the Eagles at plus money, but looking at some of these numbers right now, it's a little bit of a lean towards Kansas City. Again, I'll trust the coaching and quarterback pedigree. Alex Christensen of Brown Bag Bets, BetUS NBA. Follow him on Twitter at underscore noops. Alex, thank you so much. Good luck on your bets. Next up, we have Jerome Weitzman. More NBA talk. We'll get his thoughts on the trade deadline next as BetQL Daily rolls on. You're listening to the BetQL Network live all this week leading up to the big game from BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium. Just a touchdown throw from the site of the big game. Presented. 